the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Beautiful morning. Good morning, everyone. Saturday, October 22, 2022. It all comes together. 710 KNUS, Voice of the People. Good to have you here. Saturday weather, warm and windy in 77. Going on a motorcycle ride as soon as this puppy's over. Now it changes tomorrow. 63 and rain Monday, 50. And so it's going to be partly cloudy part of next week. Headed to Halloween. Thanks for being here. 710 KNUS coming up on a radio show. Smartest guy I know, David Copel, and I always said when uh, we did Colorado Inside Out Live, it was no matter who was at the table, David was the smartest man. It was that great line uh, Jack Kennedy had when he had gathered all these intellectuals and he had gathered people together in the White House for a dinner principally. You know, his wife Jackie loved the that that part of life. And he had Pablo Casals, he had, I forget, Carl Sandburg maybe, and that group. And he stood up and he said, the finest group of minds to dine in the White House, with the exception when Jefferson dined alone, which I thought was like, wow, um, with the exception of when Jefferson dines alone. So um, David Copel was always my Jefferson, no matter who was at that table. And there was really some smart people would come in and sit at that table. But when David was there, it was Jefferson dining alone. And we're going to talk about the rise of anti-Semitism in college campuses. And this, and it's been interesting. I, I don't listen to talk radio, so with apologies. Uh, but I have not heard people talk about Kanye West. And I think it's important. And David's coming on the radio show. And we'll talk about Kanye West and all the things that are coming around it, including what's happening on college campuses, and it is just, I mean, I don't know, well, I guess you can look at its roots, and its roots have been many, many places, but why we're going to, again, see this merge, and you wonder to yourself, I brought a lot of things in I read over the week, getting ready, anti-Semitism on college campuses on the rise, each act has gotten bigger and bolder, Uh, alums for campus fairness study notes anti-Israel bias, Holocaust comparisons, and stereotyping. So when David's on the show, we'll talk about that. I have never met Joe O'Day, ever. I've never shook the man's hand. Uh, with one or two exceptions, I've decided, I decided long ago not to have uh, candidates on talk shows. I think it's boring as hell. And uh, talk radio's turned into the Republican parking lot for candidates for office. And oftentimes on radio stations, I listen to candidate A on the morning show, candidate A on the midday show, candidate A on the afternoon drive show, and oftentimes candidate A on an evening show. Why? (laughs) Which is going to lead me into the open lines question, but um, we are and have become this parking lot. And I've never met Joel O'Day. A lot of these people I've met, uh, Heidi and Allen, I've met Pam Anderson. And I think Pam did the show one time, and I think 
Heidi did the show one time, and this is when I've talked about it. I asked her if Donald Trump won, and she started to choke. And I like her a lot. I think she's a lovely woman, but I don't know what's going to happen. So what I'd like to ask you, and Joe O'Day's on for, he's given us 10 minutes. 10 minutes at 11 o'clock. That should be, that should be, okay. Uh, I know the question I'm going to ask. So O'Day's here, or on the air with us at 11, David uh, at 10. Now it's open lines. One of the other things, and I wrote a column about it that's going to drop. We have our ballots. Uh, You have yours, I have mine. My family all got their ballots. And if any of you voted yet, have, has, have, I write a little thing, a little slash in my warm-up paper, have, forward slash, has, any of you, uh, used a newspaper, a talk radio host endorsement to guide your vote. And I wrote a column, and, I mean, it's maddening. And Complete Colorado's a pretty good web page. Everybody and his mother, <laughs> what some talk show host tells you how to vote, or what some newspaper endorsement tells you how to vote. The guide to your vote. <laughs> Why? Why would you give a damn about what I think how you should vote? Why would you give a damn about that? And it's almost like you're. I'll, we'll do the heavy lifting for you. You're just not smart enough. And so here's where hot air will step in or some newspaper will endorse. Well, the one I love about when newspapers endorse, then they all jump up and down and say, the newspaper endorsed me. <laughs> so... 303-696-1971. Lines are open. Here is my question for you. First of all, have you voted? I mean, it's, and it's none of my business, and you, don't, you can say, screw you, and I'll go, okay, that's cool. Um, who influences your vote? <laughs> don't you love what this talk radio host endorses? Like, you give a flying rat's patoot. <laughs> I, I, I crack up. Uh, and knowing some of these people are going, oh, they're really smart. I think I'd like to do what they want to do. So we got open lines. Let's catch whatever you want to do. We'll do that. And Copel's coming on. And then Joe O'Day is coming on. Uh, the shoot is up. We did a shoot this Wednesday with the one and only Jerry Bell. And for 35 years, Jerry ran KOA News Department and did some programming. And I ran into Jerry at the Hall of Fame night. And it was wonderful. And next up for the shoot is Brother Jeff. So things are going good. Out of the box comes Larry. Larry on a radio show, man. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Pete. Um, last time I tuned in to uh, 710, I live in, uh, in uh, Prescott, uh, Arizona. Oh, wow. wow. And uh, I had the, I, I've talked to you before. I had the pleasure of, uh, of cruising the Inside Passage with, uh, uh, with you and um, um, – Congressman oh Tancredo uh, yeah and Chuck and Julie and, yeah, yeah, Tom, no. yeah Tom yeah Tom, oh, Tom you, and, uh, yeah yeah so it's been uh, it's been a long time and and I last time I tuned in um, you were uh, you were at least uh, taking a break from the show for for health reasons I yeah. guess so it's it's good I was expecting to hear uh, hear Randy when I tuned mm-hmm. in but uh, things uh, things flux so great oh, well, thank but you. anyway yeah I was I just called in to just to talk to uh, talk to um, your controller to see, you know, if I was listening to you live or if it was a podcast, but anyway, well, welcome, welcome yeah, back. Cool. And Thank I'm glad you. to, glad to hear your, hear your voice. And you've, uh, 
whatever repairs you've had to make, uh, front end alignment or whatever the case may be. Points, plugs, <laughs> shocks. Fresh, fresh plugs, yeah, shocks, points. Shock. You know what? Points I'll bet you, if I can stop you, how many people under 25, when you said points or plugs or condenser or that kind of thing, no, I'm serious about this, would know what you meant? Exactly. Yeah. Or you know, mention the yellow pages or or, or dial yeah. phones. Yeah. I was but, born in '54 in oh. Long Beach, California. So, can, yeah, can you, I'm, you, uh, I'm not as young as I not can, as young as I used to be. Can you um, can you work on an engine on an automobile today? I could do I could do some I can do some uh, basics as far as as you know checking plugs, but you know beyond that, I just let I just let someone who's certified take care of take care of when, that. When you know, you, I'll change I'll change oil and when you were like that, when you when you were a kid when you were a kid could you do those kind of, what what was your first car? Uh, my first car was a 1963 uh, Chevy Two Ooh. Nova. There's a I bought it for a hundred <laughs> bought it for bought it for a hundred fifty. 150 bucks. Yeah, sure. I was 17 years old, yeah. and I tell you what, I I probably could have I probably could have put you know a thousand bucks into it to get it running right. Oh, yeah. But I was yeah I was doing plugs, points, sure. condenser. You knew that changing stuff. the oil. You knew that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Brakes are brakes yeah. are good, and the tires are fair. And yeah, I don't. Yeah. And I I have this really cool truck. Only time I open the hood is to put in more war, uh, to put in more windshield wiper uh, fluid. I look at that yeah, truck. Exactly. I don't have a even even I got a new motorcycle this year too. And I was never a wrench. I mean I was never a mechanic, but I hung out in a gas station, you know, growing up like you always wanted to hang out on the corner in the gas station. I could change plugs, you know, I could do stuff like that, but I opened the hood of my truck, I gotta tell you something, it's like a mystery in there. It truly is. I mean, it truly is. And 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 the motorcycle sure guys. Are, no, man. They like when they tune your bikes and stuff. They just hook all these things up to computers, and then they, and then they run the bike up, and you know, or they the same thing with the truck, and you know. So it's over for us, Bubba. <laughs> it's done. I, I got a great. This it is, sure is from the wall. I've always been swayed by yard signs. Is that the best? I wish I'd have put your. What influences you? Then I appreciate your call. What influences you to vote? Is there any ad you've ever seen on television, any media talk show host ever talked you into voting for something? No, I, I honestly, <laughs> honestly, honestly, we're 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 barraged with all the same BS that I'm sure, sure you guys are sure, in Denver. I, sure. I lived in Colorado for 26 years. I drove tractor trailer professionally. Oh wow! But um, you know, we're just barraged with the same crap. You know, yeah. this is what they did. This is what they did. This is yeah. why you shouldn't vote for yeah. them. Well, you know what? What are you gonna what? What are you going to do? What are you going to change? Right. How are you going to make life better? I always like and it. Uh, I'm going to cut spending. Then why are we doing this? <laughs> yeah, like, my wife, my wife and I dropped our dropped our early ballots off at mm-hmm. the county building yesterday. Cool. And I tell you what, uh, I am I am pro life. Yeah. I am I am a follower of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm very conservative. I was Republican up until the fiasco. Of of uh, yellow cake uranium and sending our boys there and girls over to the Middle East, and I realized the deception. And some of that was what you brought to mm-hmm. my mind. Mm-hmm. I realized the deception and and how 
Bush was just a puppet oh. of Rumsfeld and Cheney. You know, I was and mentioning, I changed, and I'm, my affiliation yeah. is still independent. Yeah, I was talking to Jimmy, and he had these two guests in here. One guy was a Taiwanese, and the other guy is an Anglo guy, U.S. guy. And I came in during the break. I said, well, I've always been fascinated. You know, Mao pulls a Maoist revolution. It's not a Marxist revolution because <clears throat> Marx said it had to be done with an industrial, uh, an industrial state. And Mao does a, a Marxist agricultural revolution. PRC is a third world agricultural country. Mao, if you read Edgar Snow or any of those people, they, there's the biggest problem that like Red Star over China or Fan Chen or any of those books. And the biggest problem Mao had was feeding people. His problem wasn't Russians or Americans or whatever the hell else was being manufactured. His biggest problem was how am I going to feed these people? And so then Nixon goes to China. And then remember, Bill Clinton gives Nixon or gives Nixon. Bill Clinton gives the PRC favored nation status. Nixon, I think the Chinese get pushed off, the Taiwanese get pushed off the Security Council in the UN, and they're replaced, you know, they, and, and, and by the way, uh, Chiang Kai-shek was a dictator. Chiang t- comes to, invades, uh, gets kicked out, out of the mainland, goes to Taiwan, and we grew up, I grew up under Kumoy and Matsu and all the, all the battles, and they push everybody out. They push the, China, they push the Taiwanese out. They control the newspapers. Uh, he's a dictator. And um, the multinationals, after Nixon opens the PRC, and then Bill Clinton gives them favored nation status. All, and that's what happened. All the jobs of the people that I grew up with, they went, to, they went to Shanghai. They went to Nanking. They took the multinational corporations, built China. And now they sit around and talk about, well, this is the big threat. And I said, you bastards created it. You know, exactly. the same people, what you're talking about, the Bush-Cheney you know, the multinationals going to war. Yes. yes. And that's the one. Yes. They're the same people that created the population, the power of the PRC. It was created by, you know, they didn't build new new electro melt furnaces in Pittsburgh. They built them in Shanghai. And yes. I, 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 get, was just I, I get so, dis, I get, they're, they're just despicable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just talking to someone and I, and I referenced the, uh, the term that uh, Dwight Eisenhower used about sure. the military industrial complex. But we were talking about uh, COVID sure. and I use the term, the great pharmaceutical mm-hmm. industrial complex. Sure. And it's just, it, it's just so disgusting. Do yourself, it's, it's, do yourself you know, a all favor. You, all you have to do is follow the money. Sure. Follow do, your, the money. do yourself a favor. Watch the evening news. Every ad, I shouldn't say every ad, almost every ad is a drug. Exactly. You take exactly. Care of I mean, yeah. I listen to Jimmy coming in, and Jimmy's doing great work, and I listen to these. And I came in, actually had a conversation with those guys. I was so intrigued by it. I said, you understand, when Bill Clinton gives them favored nation, when, when Nixon opens the door, and these guys, and it's the European multinationals and American multinationals, and they're on their way. And that's where all the Walmart stuff comes from. It's all the stuff that Costco comes from. And they try and tell mm-hmm. you they try and tell you're getting a good deal. Well, tell the guys who grew up with that lost their jobs. Exactly, exactly. And, and that's, or, that's the people, the, or the people yeah, in the, in the yeah. labor camps yeah. in China who are sure. manufacturing all this sure. crap. And ask and ask yourself the same question of the lies of the Bush Cheney people, or the lies that have been told, and the and the Biden lies now about. I mean, you just watch the military industrial complex at work again in Ukraine. 
Exactly. Just a great yeah. Listen, follow the, follow, follow the money. You take care of yourself. It's good to hear your voice. Thank you. Hey, Pete, good to hear you. Thank Welcome you, sir. Back. All right. I love this one. I'm always swayed by yard signs. <laughs> what influences you? I mean, I the, the gas bags of radio. Here, here's how you vote. Get out of here. How about when the newspaper endorses? Oh, well, honey, did you see that? What? You know, the Denver Post just endorsed uh, Michael Bennett. Damn. I wish I had my ballot back. Yard signs. What influences you to vote? Have you already done this? Look, I got a deal for you. My friends at Denver Christmas Light Installers, I, I have always had Christmas Light envy. So I get this phone call. Can we use your house? I said, yeah. And we haven't lit it up yet. We, they've, these guys came, and they're just, they're just the best. And they wrap, wrap the house, wrap the trees. My grandson and I, we always do this thing. We ride around in the truck. And we look at lights. And he doesn't know this yet. We haven't plugged it in yet. But Thanksgiving night, we'll light that puppy up. And for half price, and these guys are good, half price, it means you get $2,500 value of stunning lights for your home, half price. And then when it's over, they come take them all down. It isn't like my dad just had that thing where he just plugged it in. You know, it's like, okay, unplug it now. And it was like, it was like eight lights. Go to, these guys are, I mean, really wonderful. DenverHalfPrice.com and enter to win your very own Christmas light display at your house. Again, go to DenverHalfPrice.com. That's the website, DenverHalfPrice.com. DenverHalfPrice.com. Winner will be chosen on Saturday, November the 19th. It's, somebody's going to win the home on Gombo. Right after our show, click on their work at DenverLightInstallers.com. Give them a call. Well, these guys are way cool. 303 521 These guys are just really good people. All right, so where do we stand here? 18 after. Are we take some more calls? We can rock and roll. You want to pause? What do you want to do? You say. Take another call. All right, we go here. Let's go to Patrick. Patrick on a radio show, man, from Palm Springs. My boy, my boy. Good morning. Yeah, California. Hey, Pete, yeah, I've, I've, I've followed you everywhere I've been all over the country. <laughs> Me and you. Me and you. But I've got a story to tell you. I came out to Denver uh, specifically to come out and see you on your farewell thing. And on my way to, I was minutes from, from the, uh, oh, I can't remember the name of the place, but I was oh, right over by Arapahoe Road on Yosemite, and I got stopped by a cop for speeding, which I was pretty, I was, I was amazed because my, my, I thought, I knew, I knew my wife and kids would be laughing at me for getting a ticket because they think I drive like an old man because I am an old man. <laughs> That's what I say too. I am one. Well, so I'm sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting, and another cop car pulls up. I called my wife. I said, I'm getting arrested. She goes, what for? I said, I have no idea, but two, two cop cars don't show up. Uh, on a traffic ticket, and they said they had a warrant for my arrest and took me straight down to cuff me, took me straight down to jail, threw me in the joint, gave me a, an orange uh, suit and everything, and uh, I spent the whole day in jail. And it, at first, I thought it was a, I thought, boy, this is a real elaborate April Fool's joke. Cause it was April, April first. It's close to and, it, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, it was right on April first. Yeah. I was coming down to say goodbye. I wanted to meet you face to face. Oh man. And. Uh, Oh, and I couldn't. I was listening to you on the radio too. On the way there, I mean, I was minutes away from when they were going to let. Uh, it was like almost seven o'clock, 
And uh, so anyway, long story short, I had to come back April 22nd, and they it proved that it, it was a, a, a wrong identity. It was a guy with the same name as me, everything. Oh, wow. And, uh, and then I was going to come out for— What was the uh, beef? What, 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 what was the beef that they— that they were hanging there, there was a warrant for my arrest for failure to appear in court back in 19, uh, what was it, 90, 98 or something like that. And, and I said, hey, at that time, I didn't even live in Colorado. I had to, co- I had to come back to Colorado and prove Man. That, that I didn't live there. It wasn't me. They actually found the old ticket, and it, it was a guy that made an illegal turn, got a ticket, didn't show up, mm. um, uh, same name as me, everything. And, and and when I when, when they were when they were processing me in the joint, I said, "Hey, look, you know, there's a, there's a mistake." He's, "Yeah, yeah, everybody says that." I go, "I've gone through <laughs> numerous background checks, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, why wouldn't this show up? I mean, how's this now?" But, but, but it was a pretty miserable day. I finally got out around five thirty uh, that evening. Uh, missed my flight coming back. I was going to fly oh, back man. to. Uh, California, and I was going to come and say, I, say I feel, hello. I and feel fly. responsible, I <laughs> Patrick. I feel responsible for this. Um, so <laughs> well, no, you know what? I, I I turned it into a business trip. I got there a couple days early. Okay, took care of some business that I needed. They, and that was going to be my. Did they roll your finger? Did they, they roll your fingers and and do the whole deal? Oh, oh yeah, oh, man. yeah. It, it was. It, I was amazed. I you know I'd never gone through the process oh, before. It's, it's like, and so, <laughs> and, and they. Uh, I, usually I, they I go, usually the guy will say, "Look, you've done this before." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they grab okay. your hand. Yeah. Uh, it, it was funny. I've been running, meeting all these uh, these these guys that were in there. They're all experienced guys. Oh, sure. And and, and uh, you know they they, they, they said there's a thousand dollars bond for yeah. me. The guys were all telling me how to. Oh, oh yeah, you know what the cops? I have because I've. Riding all these motorcycles, all these sheriffs and stuff. You know what they call those guys? This is for real. They call them frequent. What? They call them frequent flyers. No, I, it's hilarious. I mean, you know, oh yeah, he's a oh, frequent hey. flyer. Like we had him here six months ago for you know fill in the blank, and he's back. And I, I'll tell you what, Pete, it opened up my eyes. What'll scare you? Uh, oh yeah, and you know, here's the thing. I found out where to buy fentanyl while it's in there. Just go to <laughs> sure. Union Station. Sure. And and. It, and that's all they were talking about. They're crying. And I was talking to these young guys. I, I'm actually thinking about going and talking to young guys that are in jail. Yeah. There were there were some guys in there were proud of their crime. Oh yeah. Uh, they they couldn't wait to go do it again. One guy was a car thief, mm-hmm. and and he he looked forward to getting out and doing it again. Sure, that's what they do. They're and, thieves. And they know they don't know any other life. Hmm. Well, you remember? They don't know any. Remember other what John, life. what John Gotti what John Gotti said about Sammy the Bull Gravano because Sammy the Bull had never been to jail. And John Gotti's great line was, never trust anybody who hasn't been to prison. For real. I mean, it's yeah, a, it's how, a, how that's a real story. Yeah. yeah. I read that book about him. Oh. Uh, I've read a lot of books that you've recommended. But John. how about uh, the, one of the funniest lines in uh, uh, Goodfellas is when, when Henry Hill went in the joint for the first time. He didn't rat, and they, 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 they congratulated him. Hey, and it comes out, and they squeeze. Yeah, they come on. You, <laughs> you got pinched. You didn't, you didn't do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I got pinched. Yeah, but you didn't talk. I did. I did two phone interviews with Henry Hill over time, and he wrote a cookbook. And then he was doing interviews after. Uh, and I and I know Peter Moss, and so. Mm-hmm. And the, the rap always was, "Are you sober?" Because he had a huge drug and alcohol problem. So I, and, and it was like an interesting interview. And I, I said, 
I said, are you sober? And he said, which time? <laughs> I said, okay. And we won't bring that up again. But, but he was, they were fixing basketball games in Pennsylvania. And that's all the, if you read wow. the book, they, they were doing different stuff. I mean, the movie is one of my favorites. But they were shaving points in college basketball games. And a guy from... Um, no kidding. Oh, no, for real. And there, one of the guys was, the, was a Pittsburgh guy. And he was involved in the, in the point-shaving stuff. And I went to high school with his daughter. And his name was... Wow. His, his last name was Bellini. And his street name was Boots. Boots Bellini. He was a tough guy. And uh, we were we just kind of back away when... But... They were they were rigging, and I forget the names of the schools that where they were fixing. They were shaving points, and there's been documentary films done up. But it was it was him. I mean, it was it was uh, it was Henry Henry. Remember, we called him Henry. It was Henry Hill. Yeah, um, I, I'm going to have to read the book. Yeah, What's you the should. Name of the book, uh, Goodfellas. I mean, no, wait a It's called um, Goodfellas. It's it's, a, no, it's, it's not. Uh, yeah, it's not. Oh. When that's not Goodfellas. It's. Oh, I was going to say. What is, I mean, I got I got the book. I don't think it's. I'll, I'll look it. They yeah. named it something else, and then he called gangster. No, well, what, what's the real name of Goodfellas? The the book's name. Yeah, I, 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 use, I, I have it, and I I, I use the, I use lines out of that. So I'm like, he's gone. What do you mean he's what gone? Mean he's, he's gone. gone. He's, he's gone. gone. There's, there's nothing yeah. we nothing we could do. I, I I have a friend yeah. in Florida. We do that. My brother and I do it. We do we do lines. Mm-hmm. Wise guys. Wise oh, guys was the name of the book. What was wise guys? Okay, yeah. good, good. I'll, I'll I'll read it. But the other, but, uh, how, how did uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Um, you know, I've been listening. You know, you and Alan Berg are the only guys I've ever called on the radio. And mm-hmm. and and I I was listening to you a couple weeks ago. And it, usually I'm playing golf on Saturday, so I'm glad I got a chance to to tune in again. But I'm I'm so glad to hear that that Alan uh, got yeah. some recognition yeah. after all these years. And and it's a high time, yeah. right? He's, 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 yeah, yeah. You're a good friend of his. That's sure you pushed it. It was a great line. He was a good fellow. <laughs> he, well, if he said he said if he's a friend of ours or a friend of mine, yeah, that was the other. That was the other one. Yeah, Donnie right. Brasco. He's he's yeah a, yeah. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's if I say you're a friend of ours, but if I say you're a friend of mine, that was always the stuff. I um. If oh he, yeah, I, I'll tell you. I, over the years, I've been I've been associated, not in it, you know, but I I um, was married into mm-hmm. um, a family that um, owned a garbage business in New Jersey. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, and, and and my ex-wife one time really wanted to have a guy in Denver killed. She <laughs> said, "Pop, I want to kill him." Oh, and he ouch. goes, "All right, you want him dead." He's dead. You don't say nothing to nobody. You hear me? Don't say anything. He's dead right now. And I was just amazed. It was like watching a movie, you know, a mafia movie. He goes, well, then she says, okay. He goes, you'll owe, your children will owe, everybody you know in your family will all owe. So, Mm. but he's dead. Don't say nothing to nobody. And he was from the Bronx originally, right? And so, so then she goes, well, how about just break his knees? He goes, same thing. Same thing. Break his (laughs) knees, you still owe. I'm currently reading. Uh, the Rudolph Giuliani book. And uh, there was a moment, it's a true story. Uh, Chuck, uh, we were, everybody else wanted to get on and suck up with the Democrats when Obama became the, um, the nominee. And I wanted to be embedded, quote unquote, with the protesters. And so I was working for Clear Channel. And so 
they let me take the radio show down to Civic Center Park, and Chuck Bonnewell came in and just, you know, just for on a lark was a co-host. And um, there was Daryl Luby, and all of us were doing the show. We were in like in a little um, dugout down there. And so Giuliani is, wants to come on a radio show. And so Chuck, who knew because Chuck grew up in New York, because Rudolph Giuliani's father was mobbed up. And so Chuck brings it up that, you know, your father was mopped up. And I'm going, Jesus, I'm like, I get one shot at this guy. And you're so I'm reading this book now, uh, uh, The Life and Times of Rudolph Giuliani. Giuliani's father was a leg breaker. And he wasn't he wasn't a made guy uh, by any stretch of the matter. He was like a knock around guy. Uh, yeah, blood, huh? but he went in and out. But he at times he would he was a collector and he collected for the uh, for the Gambinos. And it's really interesting because when Giuliani goes on to take on the five families, and there's a lot of critique about, well, who really did take on the five families? But it was interesting. Bonnewell knew that. Uh, that wow. That, Follow the same lines as Robert Kennedy. Yeah. You know, no, in some Kennedy, ways. Sure. In some ways. His no, dad uh, was pretty much crooked, sure. and then Kennedy goes after they, they, the mob. That's right. They were. They I were. They were another story. I think it led no, to No, they were bootleggers. They were bootleggers. Mm. Good call, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. 303-696-1971. The book is is about whatever happened, you know, what's happened to Rudolph Giuliani. And he's just slid into madness. Age doesn't mean you have to be in pain. Uh, what does QC Kinetics do for the people here? Nothing short of amazing. I'm talking all these guys I've talked to about this. The real lasting relief from joint pain. And QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in exciting new pain treatments. Advantage regenerative medicine, non-surgical alternatives. If you're living with joint pain from injury or arthritis, don't let them tell you about steroids and pain meds and injuries are your only options. QC Kinetics uses regenerative treatments that can restore and repair damaged tissue. Maybe you've been diagnosed with bone-on-bone arthritis, been told you need replacement, call QC Kinetics for an alternative. These are the guys. Amazing protocols work with pain caused by injury as well. Torn meniscus, rotator cuff, don't keep living with the pain. Learn how. Regenerative medicine can help you get your life back. No drugs, no surgery. Legit. 303-989-86. 303-989-86. 303-989-86. 303-989-86. Phones are lighting up. 303-696-1971. Uh, you mind sharing why you voted and who you voted for? Because, like I said, I'm so over all the... This is what... Talk show A endorses. This is what the newspaper says. I love the guy with yard signs. Um, the influencers. The shoot is up. Jerry Bell. Next week's brother, Jeff. David Copel coming up. Joe O'Day said he'll give you 10 minutes. Back with your calls. It is 9.35.25 before the hour. 7.10. Kane U.S. Denver's talk station on a Saturday morning. 77 windy. And tonight, 42.63 possible rain. Maybe 50, and people talking snow now, which is good news for all of us who ski and board. Um, coming up, David Copel on Kanye West and the rise of anti-Semitism. Then Joe O'Day makes a stop. Um, we're talking about influencing and what makes you. Our friends at the law offices of Danny Cap was Danny believed to be the only lawyer in Colorado history to win five straight multi-million dollar verdicts in motor vehicle cases. Danny and all of his partners and a lot of the guys, men and women, come off the job. Uh, they were prosecutors, deputies, and now they're on the job with Danny. Tremendous courtroom experience. I got to tell you something. Campus is a one and only. 
and he believes talks cheap, experiences what counts, results matter, the firm would be happy to share with you its track record. It's a phone call. I talk about some things that happened with our family, and i got to tell you something. He's the man. Uh, Danny believes in its core values and faith, integrity, hard work, dedication to righteous causes. They suggest you choose the man. I do. It's a phone call. They'll call you back and begin to talk. 303-907-5003. Pretty easy. 303-907-5003. On the Internet, Danny, C-A-P-L-I-S, Dan Kaplis.com. Uh, we go to Bob. Is it Bob? Bob, wait a minute. Don't mess with the callers. Bob, you're on the radio show, man. Good morning. Okay. Uh, as I told the gentleman, uh, I'm filling out my uh, the vote, I'm voting now. But the one area I got to was the judges. I have <laughs> absolutely I no idea who, I mean, I know their name now, yeah. but I, I, I don't know anything about about them and where they stand on a liberal or conservative yeah. basis. Mm-hmm. And I just called to see thought, oh, by the way, welcome back. Oh, you're kind. Thank you. Uh, I just thought maybe you might have a source. No. <laughs> I oh, okay. Well, how about, my question. Uh, how about this is vote no against all of them? Like, just get rid of every one of them. <laughs> I was thinking about doing no. exactly that. No, I'm serious. Do you remember? Oh, no. I was so was I. <laughs> no, I thought, no, gee, man. that's not really the way to man, do it. But man, It works. Yeah. Um, okay. No, no, but stop. Go away. You remember when you took, we used to call those, they called them multiple choice, and we used to call them multiple guest tests in high school. And you oh, was, yeah. And you start making patterns. This has to be true. This <laughs> At number two, and then we'll try number three on this one. Then all of a sudden, you realize, "Damn, man, I'm making a, I'm, I'm playing tic tac toe here, on the multiple choice." I, you know what, yeah. Bob? I have no idea. I mean, oh, and well, I appreciate it. Oh, yes, yeah, sure. I was thinking of doing the same thing, probably, but it's terrible. Has I mean, anything has anything influenced your voting? Any? I mean, I, I opened the box with, and people are angry. Well, the Democrats won't come on. Why should they? They're ahead on points. Um, is there anything, a newspaper, some talk show, a, a yard sign? Is there anything that said, oh, gee, I saw that yard sign. I think I'm going to vote for her. Well, no, not really. <laughs> uh, my, my basic thing is the economy and how it affects. I mean, at my age, what difference does it make? I'm in my 80s, but I oh, wow. worry about my family. You know, I, I sense that myself these days. You know, um, we we've ran, we have run our race. You know, nothing's yep. going to change. I mean, it's us. But when I start thinking about my grandson and, you know, my, my son and my daughter and, you know, the people that I know that have families. And, no, that's that's really, Bob, that's really smart. I mean, I I, I love that you said that because that's true. Well, th- well, that's about all that's really important at this point in time. Yeah, what the hell, right? Yep. Yeah. You the man. Thank you, sir. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank All right. you. Thank you. 303-696-1971. So I'm, I wrote a column about it. It's a little more brutal than this, but um, have, has, and because I put a line, any of you used a newspaper or their endorsements of a newspaper, a talk show host endorsement, a yard <laughs> sign, any of the people hanging signs off of overpasses, 
Have you ever used that stuff to guide your vote? How or why do you vote? And they're called influencers. The shoot is up. Sat on Wednesday with the one and only JB, Jerry Bell, news director at KOA Radio for 35 years. Did, did, we, we went down to iHeart. We worked for everybody. And Jerry sat and we talked, and it was great. Brother Jeff will do the shoot this Wednesday. And as I mentioned, coming up is David Copel, introducing you to my friends at Peak Financial here in Denver, Tim and Michelle. The staff, when it comes to reverse mortgages, we went and had lunch with them. And you're an old guy, and I am. And all the money's going out the back door. No money's coming in the front door. And right now with inflation, all the scary things going on, reverse mortgages. They'll allow homeowners 62 and older to use a portion of the equity in their home to increase cash flow and achieve the retirement they deserve. Peakreserve.com today. Tim or Michelle will call you and answer all your reverse mortgage questions and see if it works. Reverse mortgage is right for you. They're the experts that walk you through the entire process. Go to peakreserve.com. Tim and Michelle have been assisting borrowers since 2006. And it works. I mean, it's like it's get an answer. Because there's a lot of getting jammed up stuff taking place right now. Tim McWhite, 303-692-4840. 303-6. Come on, Peter. Dyslexia strikes again. 303-962. You knew it was there. 303-962. You see the sponsor going, ah. 303-962-4840, call them, 303-962-4840 today. Our number to come on the show, 303-696-1971. If you're calling and you've got a busy signal, you can get on right now. Lines are open, 303-696-1971. Um, you want to pause? Okay, I'm getting the word. Okay, we're ready. Blake, you got it? Right back. After this, 946.14 before the hour, everybody. Good morning, 303-696-1971. Kanye West coming up, David Kopel. Um, This is bizarre. The rise of, and anti-Semitism really has never really gone away, but um, it, it rises and falls, and it raises its ugly head and goes away and comes back and goes away and comes back and goes away. And as I mentioned when the show started, David's probably one of the smartest guys I've ever known in my life. And um, this Kanye West, but it's more than that now, the anti-Semitism on college campuses. And this is stuff is getting brutal. And, and again, we will speak coming up with David. The shoot is up with Jerry Bell next week, Brother Jeff. That'll be good stuff. What has ever influenced you to vote? And the idea that some talk show host or some newspaper editorial or some road sign, and you're going to say, you know, honey, I wasn't sure how I was going to vote until I saw that road sign. You know, I wasn't sure what I was going to do until I read that editorial in the Denver Post. Please. David Ellis, Cherry Creek. You heard me talk about David now for years and years and years. I think I've worked for David for 16 or 17 years. David Ellis, a fortune in cash and secure an appraisal from David for all the valuables you have tucked away in your home. Still true. Uh, the same reason to see David, just in case you don't have a Rolex, rare coins, or silver the silver tea set, go and see David for all your most meaningful gift-giving occasions. Holidays are rushing up. David Ellis Jewelers, just the right, the right, right, right items for just the right price for special people that mean the most. An antique watch, an emerald pendant, a gold necklace, a diamond ring, these trusted jewelers, 
And David and his team have been buying precious metals and antiques in Colorado for decades, dazzling cases filled with numbers of new and used pieces your loved ones will treasure. See the man. David Ellis Jewelers, for everything that you need, look at the, the, for the black awning on the corner of 3rd and Clayton and Cherry Creek. You can't miss it. Explore DavidEllisJewelry.com. You can see that on the Internet, David's work, DavidEllisJewelry.com. Call David if you want to speak to him, 303-322-8779, 303-322-8779. Tell him I sent you. 3rd and Clayton and Cherry Creek, six days a week. To the wall. Well, I think when people go to the grocery store and fill up their cars with gas and pay the electric bills, that's way smart. That's way smart. Uh, says, again, I think when people go to the grocery store and fill up their cars with gas and pay the electric bills, I think that influences their vote. Yeah, you know, well, I mean, I, I've been puzzled by... The amount of people who tell you this is how I vote. And the very first time I ever voted as a young man, I worked in a steel mill as I was a kid. And it was um, Johnson Goldwater. And coming out, if you knew how mills worked, there was time, time shacks. And there were entries into the mill, different, different entries. And uh, the shop steward, Lou Alio, remember his name? And they got a list, and they're going, and they hand you the list. This is who your union endorses. Next man, this is who your union endorses. This is who your union endorses. From, from Lyndon Johnson down to some Denver, where is Denver? Some Pittsburgh ward here, Allegheny County. All right, we go to Stephen on one. Stephen on the radio show. Good morning, and thank you. Okay. Hello, Peter. Nice to hear you back. Thank you, sir. Um, there's four major influences that, um, brought me from, uh, well, after Chappaquiddick, my mom and her three sisters are sitting around the table drinking coffee and they were talking about Chappaquiddick and their conclusion was, and, and this is what staunch Democrats we were, um, that the <laughs> horse shouldn't have been in the car, the horse shouldn't have been in the car. Oh yeah. Honest yeah. to God. I, you hear it now with Trump stuff. Yeah. And I'll make so, an excuse. No, he's talking about a yeah. woman, woman's name was Mary Jo Kopechny. She was with Ted Kennedy, and they were at a party, and Ted Kennedy, in essence, let her drown. Yes. Wow. How long? <laughs> did, well, let's see. That was, I'm trying to think, because that's what stopped him. Right. From you, well, usurping Jimmy Carter because he couldn't answer yeah. the questions. It's probably about seventy. I'm just going to say he's like seventy. Yeah, maybe a little later, but wow. So there I am, in the early '90s, and I'm voted against Reagan twice, and I'm very confused. And uh, a, a black friend of mine turns me on to Kenny Hamblin. He gave me my certificate of absolution of no, black the... guilt. <laughs> so I'm listening to Kenny Hamblin. Yeah. Then I start listening to Mike Rosen. Yeah. Then I start listening to you. Yeah. And then I start really paying attention to Charles Crosshammer. And so now I'm, I'm, uh, what, what probably that's... 27 yeah. years um, recovering Democrat. Okay. But what that is... 
isn't an influencer per se. It's more of an education, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, when you start out with, yeah, <laughs> when you start out talking about Chappaquiddick Island and then you move to, to, to Kenny and Mike and that's, and that's like in some ways, you know, being educated because you want to get educated. Those are, those were good men on the air. Um, yeah. So no, I mean, I, I think that's different than seeing a road sign. Yeah. Yeah. Road signs are just another roadside distraction. Well, yeah, I mean, and can you really come up with, it was, somebody just told me, July 18th to 19th, 1969. I thought it was a little earlier in 73. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, I'm 71 and you're older than me. And no, I no, got no, no. Memory. <laughs> well, no so, I can remember a little bit. <laughs> so help, help me with this. And it's none of my business because before I even asked the question, it's none of my business. Have you voted yet? Uh, no. Okay. What is your principal influencer in what you're going to do with your ballot? Um, I'm going to vote against all Democrats. And I think that they've gone off the deep end. And I don't care about anything to do with abortion either way. Mm-hmm. And I'm just worried about the grandchildren and... Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. destruction of the mm-hmm. economy. It's interesting. As I was mentioning my my first experience voting, and the union, the, the, you know, the, the shop stewards is what they were called, and they gave you oh, yeah. a, they gave you a list, and it was like, like they'd snap them and hand them to you when you punched out. And this is who your union endorses. It was all Democrats. Right. I mean, I was, they could have just yeah. handed you a piece of paper. Was a Democrats, but I was on the the shipping end of of your uh, iron ore. And on the receiving end of your coal, I mm-hmm. lived in Upper Michigan. I worked in the go. coal mine, or in the iron ore mines, and you know all the union guys were. Wow, sure. You know, That's, I mean, there's guys there who are racist rednecks who vote against Trump. Well, that, but but <laughs> if you if you flip it, they're, they're Democrats. Yeah, but they're if Democrats, you, they haven't left the peninsula. They're, they're if, Democrats. But I I would recommend a book that I tell people to read. It's called Shattered. And this guy goes out, the men and a woman, and they're very brilliant. I've met them both. And they were going out to, because Hillary Clinton was going to shatter the glass ceiling. That's where the, <laughs> no, I'm serious about this. So what yeah. they did is they went into places like you're talking about. And they found these guys who were traditional Democrats who said, and this is in 20 when Trump won. They said, no, you've, you know, we went with you through this and through that and our job losses and all this other kind of stuff. Now you're turning around and says, Hillary. You're calling us racist. You're calling us rednecks. You're calling us all this kind of stuff. Screw you. We're voting for Donald Trump. And it was one of the ways Trump won 20 was that yeah. Hillary, remember, she came up with the basket of deplorables and all that kind of stuff. Plus, she was just is not a likable person. And all the old blue-collar union men, principally men, and that's why now watching all the young women who are registering to vote because of Roe Wade, and that's what's going to, I'm just going to knock them on their cans. But it was, and, and so these guys went into Indiana, went into Wisconsin, went into, you know, places that you were just, you're just talking about. And I, I grew up in that. And they were not Democrats anymore. And also, if you remember, when, 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 the, when, the, when the Democrats, Democrat working men and women came over and voted for Reagan. I mean, it's the same yeah. thing. It's the same effect. It can happen. I don't. I don't. I'm not this time. 
but it can happen. No. I think there's going to be some surprised Republicans. I just oh. I just don't see a red they're, wave. Uh, no, their pants are down around her, around her ankles right they, now, and they don't know it. They couldn't, yeah, they couldn't. Have the, the, if the Supreme Court wanted to do something good for the Republicans, they would have said, we'll, we'll decide we'll Roe wait. versus Wade. Let's wait. We'll wait. We'll wait. And I'll tell you what, if you just, when you read, and i got to jump and come back with, with David, yeah. when you read and you see all of these young women who never voted are registering to vote, that's going to have an effect. And oh, it's, it's going to have and, a and it, effect. And it's, it's, it's Roe Wade. Stephen, as always, boy, wonderful calls this morning. Thank you, man. Have a good weekend. Thank you. All right, on the other side. The rise of anti-Semitism on college campuses and Kanye West, the one and only David Kopel, and then for 10 minutes we got Joe O'Day, and I know the question I'm going to ask. It's 9573 before the hour. Blake, pull the pin right back after this. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 